Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This morning, election setback, Labor leader Anthony Albanese tests positive for COVID, off the campaign trail and into isolation. The countdown is on. Victoria and New South Wales get ready to scrap some of their last COVID restrictions. Will South Australia follow suit? Wild weather returns to Queensland, a severe storm warning for the state's north. Fists flying, Mike Tyson unleashes on a passenger during a flight. And the Sharks hold off the fast-finishing Sea Eagles. This is 7 News. Good morning. Anthony Albanese's election campaign has been dealt a blow. The Labor leader testing positive for COVID. Political reporter Taylor Aitken is in Canberra. Now, Taylor, he is vowing to push on. He certainly is. Amon, good morning. Mr Albanese says he is feeling fine despite testing positive to COVID-19. In a statement issued late last night, Mr Albanese says following a routine PCR test this afternoon ahead of travel to Western Australia, I have returned a positive result. I will be isolating at home in Sydney for the next seven days and will continue to follow health guidelines. Whilst at home, I will continue my responsibilities as alternative prime Minister, I am feeling fine so far and thank everyone for their well wishes. Mr Albanese, who is triple vaccinated, saying only yesterday whilst visiting an aged care home, he had been lucky to not catch the virus as of yet. Prime Minister Scott Morrison did wish his opponent the best last night, tweeting, I wish him all the best for his recovery. Everyone's experience with COVID is different and as Labor campaign continues, I hope he doesn't experience any serious symptoms. Labor strategists had been preparing for this scenario with senior frontbenchers such as Penny Wong, Jim Chalmers and Richard Miles expected to be deployed to front and centre of the campaign trail as Mr Albanese remains in isolation. All right, Taylor, thank you. The Deputy Prime Minister has launched a scathing attack on China's new security deal with the Solomon Islands. The pact would see a Chinese military base established just 1,700 kilometres from Cairns. Unfortunately, the circumstances are such that um, that move can only be seen as hostile to Australia. It's understood the base would put Australia's east coast within firing range of ballistic missiles.
North Queensland is on alert for severe storms and possible flash flooding. The Weather Bureau is forecasting heavy rainfall and strong wind gusts for today. Parts of the tropical east coast could receive more than a metre of rainfall in the days to come. A flood watch is in place for coastal catchments from the Whitsunday Islands right to the Daintree. New South Wales and Victoria are lifting most of their remaining COVID restrictions today. Close contacts will no longer be required to isolate for seven days if they test negative. Hotel quarantine for international travel will be officially scrapped, as will check-ins and most mask rules. In New South Wales, the changes come into effect at 6pm, while Victorians will have to wait an extra six hours. An emergency meeting to decide whether South Australia will follow the lead of eastern states has been brought forward. Health experts will meet today to determine if the seven-day isolation rule should be revised. We also know it's having a massive impact on families, businesses and our economy generally. More than 30,000 South Australians are in isolation at the moment. Russian President Vladimir Putin has ordered his troops not to storm the last remaining Ukrainian stronghold in Mariupol. That's after admitting that his forces had not yet taken over the city. Instead, they're being told to keep it surrounded and locked down. 120,000 civilians remain trapped in Mariupol. Russia has also been accused of attempting to hide war crimes by burying civilian bodies in a secret mass grave. Meanwhile, US President Joe Biden has announced that he will provide Ukraine with more than a billion dollars worth of military and humanitarian support. Two pedestrians have been killed in a horror crash on the Sunshine Coast. Queensland police say that the two men had been helping repair a broken down bus on the side of the road when they were struck by a car. They were critically injured and taken to hospital but couldn't be saved. The female driver is now being questioned by police. Qantas staff have made shocking claims about their sleeping arrangements on long-haul flights. Crews have reportedly been forced to sleep across seats in the economy cabin alongside passengers. They also claim that they've set up so-called blanket forts for privacy. It's understood planes used for flights under 14 hours do not have sleeping cabins for staff. A union representative says that the situation has created a tense relationship with Qantas over working conditions. Timmy Barnes has explained what really happened when Anthony Albanese walked onto the stage at Bluesfest. His appearance was met with boos and jeers, but the Aussie rocker says that the crowd wasn't as tough as it seemed. They said, would you welcome the working class man? And they went, here's Anthony Albanese. And they all went, hey, hang on a minute, you know. But they were, they were, they were quite receptive. You know, he said, look, we're here. We're just here to tell you that we support the arts. Barnsey has revealed he's hitting the road again for an anniversary tour 30 years after the release of Soul Deep, his highest selling album ever. A man has been charged over the alleged carjacking of a woman in Sydney's West. Glenn Spark was arrested outside a hotel on Broadway last night and is accused of stealing a Hyundai from nurse Katie Spackman at a shopping centre. He was refused bail and will face court today. Spark was recently released from jail after killing a mother and daughter in a crash 14 years ago. 
A Victorian man accused of staging his estranged wife's death as suicide after killing her has been found guilty of murder. 45-year-old Adrian Basham faces the possibility of life behind bars. A Supreme Court jury rejecting his claim, Samantha Fraser, had been severely depressed and took her own life. It's never enough, but we're happy that the jury has seen the truth. It took them less than two days to deliver a unanimous verdict. He'll be sentenced later in the year. A West Australian woman has died after waiting more than three hours for care at a hospital. The 75-year-old was admitted for back pain but couldn't be triaged because there were no beds. Her condition deteriorated and she suffered a suspected cardiac arrest. It's understood the hospital was short-staffed that day. The state's health minister has acknowledged longer wait times and ramping but denies that hospitals are in crisis. Victorian police are under fire over an arrest at Melbourne's Flagstaff Gardens during a marijuana festival. A 46-year-old man was detained for possessing cannabis, but he claims it was prescribed by a doctor. First time I've been, yep. first time I've had legal weed this year for 420 and yeah, lit up one spliff and I get manhandled, dragged around. The man's been released pending further investigations. Homeowners are being hit with astronomical insurance bills as the cost of living soars. The latest surge is being blamed on natural disasters, but experts say there are other factors hiking up the cost. Natural disasters are wreaking havoc, adding to the pain, skyrocketing insurance premiums. Every time a customer hits claim, your price goes up. Every time a natural disaster happens, price goes up. And depending where you live and who you're with, they can differ by hundreds of dollars. Sadly, we are hearing that um, insurance is becoming unaffordable for some people. Since the 2019 bushfires, $11 billion worth of claims have been paid out to more than 720,000 people. The recent East Coast flooding costing insurance companies almost $2.5 billion. There's a range of things that have increased in price over recent time. So all this gets taken into account when calculating a premium for a home. That includes building materials. To rebuild a house, it's going to cost a lot more. So insurers are going to account for that. 3.3 million Australians made a claim on their home insurance last year. But a study found many claims were avoidable. Typically fall into one of three categories. A buyer, a flood or another example could be theft, right? You left your door unlocked. The advice, take steps to lower your risk and shop around. It's a good time for people to, to really look at the fine print in their policy and make sure that they've got the right cover. Sonia Marinelli, 7 News. And checking finance now, the Dow Jones is trading more than 100 points lower. The Nasdaq also down. In London, the FT100 fell and Germany's DAX gained. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed 335 points higher. Hong Kong's Hang Seng fell. The All Ords finished 18 points in the green and the ASX200 also closed higher. On the commodities market now, and gold is trading at 1,946 US dollars an ounce. Oil is at 103 US dollars a barrel. There's the dollar is buying 73.69 US cents, 94.5 Japanese yen and $1.09 New Zealand. Mike Tyson is facing criminal charges after repeatedly punching a passenger on a plane. Let's go live to Tim Lester in the US now. Tim, morning to you. Footage of the attack appears to show Tyson being provoked first. 
Morning, Mon. Well, he was certainly, uh, from what we see, hassled by a passenger sitting immediately behind him on an aircraft sitting on the ground at San Francisco International, preparing to do a red-eye flight overnight to Florida on the other coast. The passenger goes on talking to Mike Tyson after the heavyweight champion of the world for three years back in 1987 uh, had said to this passenger apparently he didn't want to be annoyed, to be quiet. Uh, the hassling went on and eventually uh, one video excerpt shows Tyson punching the man uh, and, and uh, going at him, giving, a, giving him a, uh, a good old belting in the front seat of this JetBlue aircraft run by airline JetBlue. Um, the passenger left, we see in evidence afterward, bloodied. Tyson got up and walked off the aircraft within seconds and has not yet made a statement, though a spokesman says he probably will. The airline is not talking. We understand the person who was hit has reported the issue to police. Mike Tyson, known as one of the most ferocious boxers in world heavyweight history, won his first 19 professional fights all by knockout. If he wants to be left alone on an aircraft, then you probably need to leave him alone. <laughs> You'd think so, wouldn't you, Tim? All right, thank you very much. Johnny Depp has faced a grilling from his ex-wife's lawyers in his multi-million dollar defamation suit. The actor was cross-examined over text messages in which he suggested he wanted to drown and burn Amber Heard. After you said, let's drown her before we burn her, Mr Depp, you yeah. said, I will f her burnt corpse afterwards to make sure she is dead. You certainly did, yes. And you wrote that about the woman who would later become your wife. Yes, I did. Depp claims that he never hurt Miss Heard. A huge fire has broken out at a pool company in Texas. The blaze happened shortly before 8pm local time, sending black smoke into the air. Dozens of crews responded. Residents have been warned to be careful because toxic may have been inside the building. The cause of the fire is yet to be determined. At least 31 people have been killed, dozens more injured after a series of explosions in Afghanistan. It's understood one of the bombs was set off with the use of a remote detonation device in a mosque packed with worshippers. Islamic State has taken responsibility for the attacks, but it's unclear at this stage if all four explosions are linked. The Queen is celebrating her 96th birthday at Sandringham. That's after flying to the Norfolk estate by helicopter. The estate holds special memories, her late husband Prince Philip spending much of his time there after his retirement. The Duke and Duchess of Cambridge have taken to Twitter to wish Her Majesty a very happy birthday. And toy maker Barbie has released a doll in the Queen's image, paying tribute for her Platinum Jubilee. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The Sharks have beaten Manly 34-22 to thanks to a first-half masterclass from CSOFA Talakai. He scored two tries and set up three others, racking up 193 run metres as Cronulla flew to a 32-0 lead at half-time. His first-half domination proved the difference as the Sharks held off a Sea Eagles comeback. Toby Green's comeback will be a massive boost for the GWS tonight reverse their 1-4 fortune. Green's return from a six-match ban has dominated most of the build-up to tonight's clash with St Kilda. It's another test for the Saints, who are hoping to keep their winning streak going. Defender Jimmy Webster returns for the clash in Canberra. Watch it live on 7 and also on 7. Serena Williams and Lewis Hamilton have joined forces in a bid to become the new owners of Premier League side Chelsea. The sporting stars have reportedly pledged $17 million each to a bid by former Liverpool chairman Martin Broughton. Hamilton's investment may come as a surprise to some, considering that he is an Arsenal fan. And Manchester United have confirmed that Eric Ten Hag as their new manager to replace interim boss Ralph Hangnick from the end of this season. He's the fifth permanent manager to be appointed by Manchester since Alex Ferguson retired in 2013. Ben Simmons could return to the court on Tuesday for Game 4 of Brooklyn's playoff series against Boston. Simmons joined the Nets from the 76ers mid-season, but a back injury has kept him from making his club debut. Considering the Nets' start to the series, Simmons would be a very welcome addition. After a two-year hiatus, the King has returned to the New South Wales town of Parks. Elvis fans and lookalikes have made their annual pilgrimage for the five-day festival, complete with sideburns, jumpsuits and blue suede shoes. The event's making its return from a COVID shutdown. Parks residents are hoping for a little less conversation and a little more of a boost to the local economy. And taking a look at the weather around the country now, a low and a trough along the northern Queensland coast are bringing heavy showers and storms, while high is sending cooler winds and showers along the New South Wales coast. That high is also causing cool winds to ease and most showers to clear in Victoria, Tasmania, South Australia and southern WA. Looking around the capital cities now, and Brisbane can expect a shower or two, 27 degrees, a few showers and 22 in Sydney, 18 partly cloudy in both Canberra and Melbourne, cloud cover two for Hobart with a top of 17 degrees, partly cloudy in Adelaide, 21, morning smoke before sunshine for Perth, 28 degrees for you, and sunny and 35 degrees for Darwin. And that is seven early news for this Friday, the 22nd of April, 2022. I'm Monique Wright.